Hello, welcome back to the Muscle and Hustle podcast. We're a day late. I'll let Tony. Tony's back. The cartel left him back. Yep, dropped me back. Happy out there. They didn't want me anymore. They took me, signed me up, and then they're like, you know what? We're going to try and refund you where we don't want you anymore. <laughs> it's like, you know, when people say, I'll take your girlfriend, or you can take your girlfriend, but you give her back. <laughs> give her back when you're finished. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so pretty you're, much, yeah. you're in Mexico well, now. I am in Tulum in Mexico at the moment, which is fucking mental. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like this week fuckers everywhere. But the thing is, you don't like. Don't get me wrong. I am getting downtime at night, and you'll see me. But if you actually watch quite tactically, my stories don't go up throughout the day. They go up in one whack because I'm fucking working all day. So I just take videos and then pick them up at night, and I just switch off at night and go out for a meal and an ice cream, and then get into bed. But it looks mental. It looks like oh, I'm fucking. Out. I think everybody's well aware of the ice cream. It's like a I'm, wa- I'm waiting dream. for. I'm waiting for your own ice cream page to launch. Tony's ice cream tours. <laughs> I was just saying my own flavor. What is it's the Kinder's the big one for you, is it? Kinder's massive, massive. You, for me, but now because you've like so, it was a Marbella thing, LA thing, Hawaii thing, Mexico. Is there a different in the Kinders? Is there a, a like a different places? Are they are they widely different tastes? You can't get Kinder. You can't get Kinder anywhere else. You can only really get it in Spain. I uh, well, uh, well, Kinder eggs are banned in America, aren't they? You can't get the Kinder that I like. Like I'm talking about the actual. It's like it's the. It's not Bueno. Like for example, like here you'll get Bueno. It says chocolate Kinder, but it's it's Bueno. It's the chocolate. Whereas yeah. the Kinder is the actual like the inside part of like a Kinder Bueno. Like yeah. that flavor is the the flavor I like. That's what I want. It's like it's like Beskoff and says, and then you, you eat and it's a chocolate or the biscuit. It's not the same. It's it's that's probably a bad example, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like obviously everywhere's been different. Like I know the flavors that have been best for me anyway. So like Kinder and Spain's just like kryptonite. I was I was actually so glad I only found it one of my last couple of days because I would have just consumed it to death. I would have like I was getting I was getting a double scoop of ice cream, eating it and just going straight back up. It was that good. I was like, I don't care. Uh, LA there was some decent flavors like salt and straw it was superb. It's like a famous ice cream yeah. brand. It was really, really good. Uh, it just done really good flavors, like really good ice cream. And then obviously there in Hawaii, I was getting a mixture of tiggy toffee, which was like toffee ice cream, which I wouldn't be a massive fan of, but it had like toffee butter bits and it was mental. And then here there's a caramel popcorn. It's been quite nice, but there's a hagen down the road and I got a quad bike yesterday, so that's where I'll be hitting because I think it'll be nicer. <laughs> quad bike. Oh, well, quad. Well, I have an A. I have a. I have a license for the quad, like the ATV, which is absolutely hilarious because people don't know. Well, not a license, but a qualification. For fuck's sake. Because of the fire or the uh, lifeguard. Beach, beach. Yeah, you need to reverse the jet skiing because Cheever said to me, he was like, "Fuck you, you're driving out here in a quad, uh, an ATV," and I was like, "No, I should." All your woman gave me a fucking shoes. I need to see you drive down to the bottom of the road, and I drove down and fucking. Pulled the back brake and spun it around in like Jesus one go Christ. and came up and she was just like me. You know drive, you know drive too much, too much. And I was like, fuck me, yeah, you want to see how to drive? I fucking ever rip the fucking thing around. Anyway, no, Mexico's good. It's different. It's a wee bit hard to get used to. You know, when you're hopping from place to place, it's just getting used to like the food, getting used to the gym, yeah. getting used to yeah. routine. So I'm just locking all that down now uh, for the next two weeks. Then Stephen goes home. And I think I'm going to stay. Or sorry, Stephen goes to Miami. He wants to test because he's talking about moving there. 
I was tempted to go, but I'm sick of jumping. Uh, yeah. So I want to stay here ideally for another two weeks out, like a full month, and then go from there. But I'm gonna just take it day by day and see how I feel because uh, if the gyms are still like if I can't find a good gym, the jungle gym's great. Don't get me wrong, but like you can't fucking get a good workout in it. Like the cable machines they build, you know, the ropes are fucking shite uh, and. The dumbbells are fucking fifty five kilos, and you can move them about two inches because they're that fucking big. Uh, the is the food wouldn't be as good in Mexico as Hawaii. The food is beautiful. The problem is the food is not the food that I don't mean for good. I mean for you for yourself. Like, well, the thing is, do you know what it is? I'm going to be honest. See, every single restaurant, I would say there's about, especially here, and this is this is Tulum, so this is probably like the fancier part, like the thing. I would say every single restaurant like mainly does like four or five main things on their tacos, tortadas, gringas. They're just a yeah. variation yeah. quesadillas. They're just variations of meat and tortilla wraps, which is absolutely fine and tastes unbelievable. Yeah. But the meat cuts are so fucking fatty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to get a chicken breast. You're getting chicken thigh, which is really low in protein, really high in fat. The mince is obviously going to be as high fat as fucking possible. The steak as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, you, or the pork. Pork's, pork's not like lean. It's fucking heavy. And then it's hard to get like any lean fish. So I've been eating a lot of fish. But the thing is, like you don't realize that, but I'm on 3,000 calories, 3,200 or so. But like if you go out and you get, three tacos and you get pork you're probably not even getting enough protein for that meal so I'm going to have to get more and then you're also getting a lot of oils a lot of fats a lot of that now this different you're on holidays for a week it's ah, no yeah, odds yeah, 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 yeah. but if you're, if you're eating out like most meals like I am now that tots up pretty fucking fast yeah fucking sure it does and I don't want to affect but like don't get me wrong I enjoy food like that and I'm not overly stressed but the thing is like I still hit my macros most days like the only difference is I save 600 calories 700 calories for an ice cream which isn't fuck, it's fuck all like it's just carbs the last meat, last two meals but uh, yeah the quality of the food that way is a bit different they even just uh, like organized groceries and all you know, whenever you move places I'm, I'm not I'm not there to to holiday I'm there to work like I'm here to uh, live uh, you're not on holiday yeah yeah very good, very good. I've never been to Tulum. Been to I've been to Mexico a few times, but never to Tulum. Is it what very? Is it, uh, Cancun and T uh, Tijuana. What was Cancun like, and where the fuck is Tijuana? Tijuana is like not a. Tijuana is not a resort like Tulum. So it's it's like hardcore Mexico. No, oh, fucking probably I, wrong with that. I would Tulum's not. I would not. Uh, I would not. Uh, I would not say go to Tijuana. It's very. Very dangerous. What's Cancun? Like, I've heard very mixed reports. Cancun back... This is a long time ago. Cancun back then was grand, but I hear now it's fucking dated and bit shit. But back then it was like... Everything was pretty new-ish. It was boring. Boring enough. You know, it's just like... But then that's what I wanted. It was a relaxing holiday. Um, mm. But once again, I knew about like the food part. As you said, it's... It's all very fatty cuts. Everything's very just... No, tasty, tasty but, as but that's great if you're on holidays, like, oh, guys, yeah. tasty. But, um, yeah, just Mexico's Mexico. It's a, it's a, it's, it's for somewhere that's so close to America, it seems like on a different planet. Yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely fucking, sure. like it's so close, but yet you would think it's a fucking third world country. 
hundred percent. The roads are like driving driving the quad bike down one of the dirt roads and there's lizards the fucking size of me on them. It's fucking weird as fuck. <laughs> what day? We'll we'll even dive into topics this week if you're ready for it. Aye, we'll just uh, we'll we'll just be straight on. Now we had a, we had a lot of people wrote in when people loved the last podcast. I thought the breakup one was very good. Uh, I've had a lot of people personally write to me, so thank you very much for every message, mate. And it's not me being cheeky. My DMs are fucking exploding at the moment with the growth. So in no way, shape, or form, am I being cheeky? But I'm maybe getting like four or five hundred messages. Then trying to get through them all to even like and reply and thank you up. If it's a minute of message and there's 400, 500 messages, it's like seven hours my TM. So try not to burn out. So I really appreciate it. It means a lot. If you share it to your story, I actually will be more chance of replying to you because that'll come up as a priority. Yeah. Fucking five Chinese people shared, like, live in China, shared my stuff yesterday and wrote Chinese captions and all. And I was like, what the fuck? You just tried to, just try to work out. They could probably call me Big Monster Boy. I know. I was like, "What the fuck?" Wonder is what, going I wonder on? what they wrote. Try to find out. Screenshot it and then take it down on the picture, and then you can caption it. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, true. Just to uh, see what they write. In case they write someone hilarious. What Irish what, Irish giant boy? Yeah, <laughs> uh, jam. How the fuck are they understand what you're saying? Like even. I'm sh- so vulgar too. See, see, moving gym as well, and then going on like the way I'm going on them fucking hell like I'm humping benches and all hey, someone, uh, what, what gym was it to give out Dean? Hawaii the, the Hawaii uh, I got reported uh, by like one of the other the funniest thing is too the owner loved me but the PTs hated like one or two of the PTs Joe Joe the, the, I know this sounds cheeky but like Joe whenever somebody's nice to your face but then you know they're not happy oh well, every day uh, so it, like they came over and introduced themselves and then they were like uh Blah, blah, blah. But then I don't know what it was, but them and the thing were having a conversation, and I could clearly, he, I could hear the conversation, and I was like, I was actually going to go over, and I was like, no, nah, I just can't be arsed the agro. Yeah. But I was like, Joe, if you've any issues with, it's I understand though, like if I'm filming and I'm fucking about in the gym, it can be very distracting, so completely understandable. But like, don't come over and praise my videos and give me a load of. like to 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 like I oh, just mess. Anyway. I don't don't tickle but, my balls if you're. Somebody complained like, that I yeah. Somebody complained pretty much that I was topless tensing towards my camera. But then the owner texted me saying, "Hey, I got a got a message that you're Joe uh, standard." And I uh, he go he, exact words in the message were, "I'm a pro bodybuilder, so I completely get this." So to be honest, I'm texting you so that if they ask if I was in touch with you, you can say yes. But I don't give two fucks. Tear away. Like, he said, not tear away. He said do your thing bro because he was a pro bodybuilder so he didn't give two fucks yeah just sort of keeping the peace I, I seem to be doing something but yeah that's well I can imagine humping the bench would, would look a bit weird in a commercial gym like that's fucking three seconds like but anyway uh, the topic for this week because the breakup ones were quite good is how do you get through a bad experience but not a bad experience bad week or when you get no off funk because I put up like I was out here I was moving and I felt a little bit off uh, and then I reset and I got back into flow and I think a lot of people once you hit a funk it's getting out of that like it's getting out of that mindset I think a lot of people struggle with I think I used to as well yeah you can keep yourself in a funk and you don't even know you're keep you're, you can actively keep yourself in a funk and you don't even know you're doing it sometimes you don't even know you're in a funk until you sort of take I feel like 
sometimes if you take hold and stock of yourself, you're like, fuck you know what? I'm not in flow or I'm just taking day to day. I'm in a little bit of a funk. Yeah. So definitely, definitely think like it's one of the things. I think this interlops with what we talked about with the breakup stuff very clearly. Like, you know, like you need to make a plan. You need to work on yourself. You need to, whatever it is that you feel is off. Sometimes you don't even know what's off. Like that's usually what it is with me. I just feel a little bit like, I always use the word off kilter, but I know a lot of people don't like that, but I quite like that word. Uh, as it as in you, you're if you you're if you, not, if you work on if you work on a linear if you, aye, if you work on a linear line you're off to the side you're slightly off route um yeah, but that yeah, but yeah. that is true I mean, that's true like people that that's it's like drinking you know, the next day after drinking you're like oh I'm fucking dying I'm hungover and then you don't realize mm-hmm. that like you like your work you don't do good work when you're hungover your mood's not the best your your sleep's not the best you're not eating the best but they just go to all just hungover but like the knock-on effect is like your whole life is off balance at that stage until you technically you're you're ill until you become right again then you're on oh, back to normal back at the gym that i was dying yesterday i couldn't go to the gym but that would that's yeah, pretty much yeah you're in a wee funk and then that's when when the problem you know like Everybody can get into the funk. Everybody can have bad days. People can have a bad week. But it's it's when they start adding together and be continuous. That's when you know that's you when have the, to do. Yeah. yeah, you have to do. You see, you see with stuff like that. Like you have to do the the basics to get yourself back. It's like the problem is a lot of people expect that the minute you start to try and solve the issue, it should come back. Like it's like if you go out on a Saturday night, you're pissed, and then you wake up Sunday, and as you said, you're off kilter. It's usually going to take you a couple of days and nailing things before you feel better, not one or two. It's the same as if you feel off base with like your mood or your energy or just in general. It's not going to be solved in a day or two normally. What I usually find is I have to, for me personally, I have to lock in with training, lock in with food, get a good couple of nights sleep, do some work, do some journaling, like do all the basics. I have to do it for a little bit of time. And then do you know what will happen? It's usually for me, it, my thought process is reset in the gym just because that's where I spend a lot of time and some stage it can be a couple of days it can be a week it can be three weeks and it'll just go and it'll just click yeah. and I'll just be like that's it that's yeah. me back yeah it's re- Which, I, I, re- reset's a good word re- I always talk about recenter. yeah like bring yourself back to re-set. zero you know, get back into your routine bring yourself back it's like coming back from holidays or like this summer for me the gym has been tough because I'm fucking like I haven't been home I'm, I'm in home at the minute this probably looks different surroundings I haven't been home since Thursday and I'm not going to be home tonight I'm home on Wednesday and then I'm away to America on Thursday so my routine is completely fucked and I know it's fucked and I'm struggling because it's just day to days, different places different hotels different areas but once I get back and settled recenter bring up everything back to zero and just get back into your routine as quickly as you can. Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I think you're you're buying on the fucking money there. It's one of the things where just locking back into your routine, your habits, your rituals, like usually that's one of the reasons why people feel off is they just can't. It's like one of the reasons when people go traveling, they're like, oh, I couldn't do it a lot. Like whenever they're writing about the love, it's because they start to feel like shit because they're not nailing what they should be. Whereas whenever I'm away, the only reason I end up missing home is obviously one people, but two, whenever I can't get like a solid routine down where I feel in flow. Yeah, like, uh, like as you said, like the, the fact that 
the gym you can't get a you can get a good session in but it's not good enough to your standards no the standards that you hold yourself to are the standards you hold your training to well, see, the thing is, too, whenever I'm, this is probably from a, like a CEO fucking perspective, like the event I was at Hawaii, like, see, the more you travel, you, you're going to not travel, but see, the more that you, your life is less predictable, uh, the more decision fatigue you get. So, like, yeah. Joe, like, you can't decide where you're going for this or that or what gym you're going to or where you're getting food. That all takes your energy and then that takes away from, like, your workflow and all. That's why routine habits of being at home and all works really well for, for the work. Uh, and that's very, very key for me that I keep that in check. But I do think you're you're bang on the money there with like the re the recentering. I feel like for me, one of the reasons that happens, and I think this is a really good thought process. The reason that happens for me in the gym is probably it's one of the main time periods where for like an hour or two I don't use my phone. And I think that's honestly I've got good music on, I've got good energy, I'm getting endorphins from the training you're actually priming yourself to get that thought process. Whereas like, if you feel off and then you're scrolling on social media and you see me diving into a pool in Mexico, yes, you can be like, right, that's that's great and all, but you'd be like, that can fuck with people's heads. And it's one of the things where you're, it, it's taking responsibility for the funk. Whereas a lot of people are like, I feel off. Like, yes, you can feel off just randomly, but there's usually something you've done. It's like making fucking soup, you know, there's something you put in that fucker that's made it taste shit. And it can be hard to figure out what it was whenever there's 50 million things going on. But it's like, right, am I having enough sex? Is my head space in a good place? Is my work too stressful? Am I taking enough downtime? Am I enjoying my life enough? What what is what what needs to happen? Usually for me, it's it's like I'm running the gauntlet too far in too many directions, and then I'm starting to burn out my energies going. I just don't feel as alive. And then I know whenever I take more time to stuff, that's one of the reasons why I'm quite a like Stephen said to me when we're out here, he's like, you'd think you're a lot more fucking out and about and nuts. But like, the thing is, I have no problem going over to anyone and speaking to anyone, having a drink with anyone and going to the bar. But I try and balance my energy so much. I'm quite introverted in general. Like I would happily live in this villa, go out for coffee, lunch, dinner, whatever, get an ice cream at home and not socialize with anyone. It doesn't bother me because my energy needs to go where it's most important and that's into the people around me, my clients. Versus see when you start giving out your energy to like randomers and nights, all these sort of things are really good examples. If you go into a new relationship or you start dating somebody, the amount of energy that takes, it takes away from other areas and you've only so much in your life you can give your energy to. It's like running water into a bath like there's only so much you can you can put in and that's just the, the all you've got it's like that analogy i always used to know the bathtub and all the tops go ahead go ahead for the new listeners go ahead for new listeners i got this from john d martini the number one human behavior specialist in the world i went to a course by him and this is how gold this is this course cost me i think 2.3 grand for 24 hours fucking bonkers uh, anyway, and I went to that when I was in the fire service. So that was a month's over a month's wage I paid this guy for a day. Uh, and if you look, if you Google this fucker, uh, really tuned in guy, unbelievable. But he looks like his mum cuts his hair, and you'd be like Tony, you got conned and culted. Uh, pure bowl cut. But anyway, he says that like life is like whenever you sit in a bath, but there's eight different taps or nine different taps depending on your life, and each tap flows at fifty percent. And for you to turn any, so for example, one is your social life, one is your fitness, one is your, say, your girlfriend, one is your family, socializing, all these different tabs, depending on what's going on in your life. Each tab flows at 50% when you're in balance. So you start the day, everything's at 50%. If 
you get a stressful situation with your girlfriend, that dials up to 100, the gym dials down to zero, so that, and that's your time. The water flowing is your time, your effort, your energy. The minute something cranks up, something has to go down. The problem is, and the problem is with most people is their expectations are set that you should always have balance. Really good example. This is your dad in hardcore, and then people complain that they don't have balance. Of course you don't have balance. 70% is going into, fit, into fitness. So that 20% has to come from somewhere. And people usually don't pick where it comes from. It just naturally goes from somewhere. So all of a sudden they get relationship issues. And their partner's chirping at them and they're going, well, fuck's sake. It's because you chose that area to dial down. Even if you didn't choose it, you're like, I don't have time for that area. You still chose that area. Uh, it's like, for example, if you uh, if you get fat, you've been prioritizing other things and putting your time and energy into them rather than in the gym and the fitness. So the thing is, it's trying to look at that and go, right, where in my life is my thing? So for a long time, I was probably at like 100% business yeah. and 100% fitness. So like my socializing just went zero. My family time yep. maybe went 10 to 20. And even other things just dialed down because I needed all that time to put more and more in. It's just your time. So it's one of the things where that's a really nice metric to look at because a lot then you don't get as frustrated uh, because you, you're you're taking responsibility for it. The only people that get frustrated with that sort of thing is pure victim mentality, if you get me, where they're yeah. like, oh, Joe, I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that. Of course you don't have time for everything. It's fucking life, that's how it is. You have to pick and prioritize. And there's nothing wrong if you, you're Saturday and Sunday and the weekend is about socializing, downtime, relaxing. But then if your income stays the same, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but yeah. you, you can't complain you can't just complain like vice versa. <laughs> Yeah, just like vice versa, if you go to the gym all the time, but then your social life sucks. Well, you've been going to the gym on Saturday nights like I was. You're not going to have the best social life. Yeah. You only have so much bandwidth. Yeah, exactly. Bandwidth is so a great word. Yeah. Great word. You've only so much bandwidth to put into tasks. And as Tony said, if you're if you're going 100, it's like, it's like uh, if you're competing as a bodybuilder, you, you cannot give anything but 100% and expect to win or expect to do well because... It's an all or nothing thing. And during that period, everything around you will have to take second fiddle. And that's it's one of them sort of things. So your bandwidth can only stretch so far. Same as if, you know, you're in a relationship that's a lot of drama and it's draining you. You know everybody has that friend that goes through a bit of relationship trouble. And they start to then their their work starts to deteriorate. They start to look a wee bit shitty because they're not taking care of themselves. Because their band was getting drained by a certain thing in their life. So they haven't just got that capacity to give to other things. You know, it's the same as way when people, you know, if people drink too much, they take too much drugs. You know, it's dragging them down because their their energy's going into pretty much surviving, recovering. So every other part of their life is getting hit hard because they just don't have the capacity to keep everything going, keep all the plates, plates splitting. But yeah, it's uh it's definitely it's definitely a tough one if you're choosing to prioritize Tony's lost here, but he'll come back on. But if you're choosing to prioritize certain stuff, it's really, really, really tough. So if you're prioritizing relationships over over work, your work will deteriorate. If you're prioritizing work over relationships, the relationship is going to deteriorate. It's finding the balance that works for you and works for your significant other or works for your job, works for everything. <clears throat> and it isn't easy. 
And like it's it's tough to find that balance. Um, but that's kind of where you know you make the decisions if it is with a partner, if it is about your relationships, you make the decisions together. You come to agreements, you know, you make time. You you make time to date. You know, you make your special you know, as your non negotiables. Do we have breakfast together every day? Do we have always have dinner together? Do we always FaceTime at night? You know, you have your non negotiables that you keep no matter what, how hard your life gets. You return to center, you rebalance at nine PM every night or nine PM every Friday night. If it's a new sort of thing, you have your FaceTime. You spend or you have quite if you if you can't spend the quality time together. So you you always have that return to center. You always have that this is when life gets a bit crazy, I always get this return to center. Whether whether it is yours could be the gym, yours could be meditating, yours could be going for a walk, but it's something just to recenter yourself, restructure everything around you, all the craziness will calm down. And then you get ready to go again. And it's it's it sounds simplistic when you talk about it out loud, but when you actually actually look into the, the intricate parts of it, it's tough. But then again, anything good in life is never gonna be that easy. If everything was easy, it would get super boring. Like super boring super fast. Like like my life is this summer is fucking hectic and it's tough. Okay, I got I got home this morning at half four. Um, it's now quarter past one. I was up from ten o'clock this morning. It's not easy, and I don't, I wouldn't change it for the world. But I have to work harder myself to try to keep a routine. Which I'm I'm, I'm telling you now, it's not fucking working. It's not working at all. The gym, it's not happening at the moment for me because I just don't have the time. And I'm nowhere near my gym. I'm I'm about sixty miles away from my gym at the moment. I'm recording a podcast. We couldn't get out yesterday. I was in Donegal all weekend. Various gigs around the place. But how do I mitigate the knock-on effect? Eating a wee bit less. Is that happening every day? No, it's not because I like I like a wee late night McDonald's. But it's one of the things that I try to have to I try to do because I know I can't tick one box. I have to tick the other. And that's tough, and it is, you know, and I think in life in general, and 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 other people, be it business, be it relationships, there is sacrifices you have to make, and there's decisions you have to make that certain people will not um, understand. That they they don't realize that you know you can look at someone right there, you can look at someone's capacity for working. And you can say to someone, oh, he's a slave to the job. That's all he does. All he does is work, 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 work. But they're doing it for a reason. Like, no, like and truthfully, nobody really wants to work that hard. Like, well, nobody does. But you're doing it because you've got an end goal. You've set yourself standards, and you're going to keep them standards. But your significant other or the other person needs to understand that. Or your family needs to understand that. That's the reason why we do stuff. That's the reason why we're doing it. And then the more they understand, the more they can help you be in your routine. They can help you keep things right. Because going it alone isn't... It, it, it It's probably easier because all you have to do is worry about yourself. 
in a selfish way. But you miss that support. You miss the support that like a spouse would give you or a girlfriend would give you or a boyfriend would give you or a family would give you. If you're like a lone, a lone wolf and doing everything on your own, there is that sort of selfish mentality where like, like right, I can grind, 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 only have to keep myself happy here. Because you have no one really else dependent on you. You can check in from time to time, but you have no dependence. And that's a mentality that like some business people would have and, and some career driven people would have. They'd be like, right, I'm not having kids to tick this box or I'm not getting married to tick this box. Some people even go, I'm not going into a relationship to tick this box because they don't want distractions. And that is, if that works for them, yeah, you know, go ahead and do it. But it's not always the best solution. I know it, it it's on paper it looks easier, it sounds easier because you, you know, you're just just yourself to worry about. Nobody else. Just yourself. Get yourself A to B, tick that box, tick this box, do this, do that, hit your goals, boom. Now you're ready. Now you're ready for a relationship. You're ready to settle down because you don't need to be a selfish anymore. Tony's still off here. His poor wee laptop must have died. But it's it's one of those things where you like listening to me or Tony talk about routines, like Tony's got a very good routine. I'm I'm very jealous of his routine because he can travel from place to place and keep himself pretty you know he may as well be in Uri now. He's in Tulum, but he may as well be in Uri because he, he does it very quickly. But then again, his sort of social setting is very different than mine. Because mine's is late nights probably more alcohol involved than his and um, not as much sleep involved and a lot of the internal travel like he'd have travel days where it's like flying here flying there but I have like every day I'll be in a car for two to three hours which is fucking annoying um, but he's very good at getting himself back into routine and it's something that that I want to get better at and I'm going to get better at <clears throat> But like, it's like as I said, make me and Tony can talk about routines and talk about all routines and talk about everything. But what what works for us is not going to work for you because everybody is unique. Everybody's patterns are unique. Everybody's life is unique in different ways. Five AMs are never going to work for me. Like never going to work for me. Uh, food prep is never going to work for me. Because I'm never at the, uh, in the same fridge. You know what I mean? I'm never, I'm not at home. So food prep is never going to work for me. So certain times in my life, it's just decision making. Have to make the right decision. And decision fatigue does set in. And I get it, I get it a lot. Like, get a lot. Like I have I've a suitcase here. And and this is, I don't know if this is sad or this is good or it's a sign that I'm doing all right. I haven't unpacked this suitcase really since June I've been living out of a like a carry-on suitcase since June I don't think I've been home in the one place more than four days four in a row and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or a sad thing but it's a thing and it's happened it's happening a wee bit sad maybe it's a wee, wee sad suitcase so I'm going to start calling it a wee sad suitcase but yeah it's just like Close out, wash, close back in, boom. Zip it up, on we go, back of the car, next destination. But we'll talk about we'll talk about routine anyway. 
what do I do to recenter? Big thing that I do, and I talked about in the podcast on Monday, is I rationalize things. I talk out loud. And I think it is a sign of absolute madness. I'm talking to myself now, that's another sign of madness. But it's a sign of madness to talk out loud to yourself. Probably is. But if I put them words and make them real, some people write them down, some people talk them out loud. I do a bit of both. And I say, right, new non-negotiable this week. I'm going to do an extra couple of thousand steps because I can't get to the gym. I'm not going to pull in a McDonald's after a gig because I'm starving. I know it's never good to be starving. I'll try to plan ahead a wee bit. Um, I'll try to get a couple hours more sleep at night. And if I can't, I will have a snooze during the day. That's a great way to recenter myself. If I take them three or four things, we're three or four times better than we were last week. How much alcohol am I going to drink this week? Am I going for Monday pints? Some creamy Guinness? Maybe knock it in the head this Monday. You know? Am I going to feel better about it? Yes. Am I going to miss the crack? Yes. Will I work better on Tuesday? 100%. Will I do that two weeks in a row? Not a chance. Because I love the creamy pints. But. If I say to myself. I'll not do it for the betterment. Of this. That's what we'll do. And that'll help recenter Because Tuesday will be a nightmare. If I go out Monday. Nightmare Tuesday. Stomach will be in bits. I'll want to eat crap. I'll definitely not go to the gym. I'll definitely not get a good night's sleep. I'll be dehydrated. I'll be feeling like shit. Tony must be gone, guys. The cartel has got Tony again. What else do I do to recenter myself? I touch in with friends. I'm really bad at keeping in contact with friends. I keep in contact with friends via memes these days. We just send each other memes. And that's how they know I'm alive. Or they go on to my Instagram. But to recenter, I need to start talking to more friends. But then again, on the flip side, sometimes to recenter myself, I stay off social media. I stay away from my phone. I try to just relax and be away from being so contactable. So there's the double-edged sword there. Sometimes I think we're too contactable. I hate sometimes that people have my number. And that's a weird thing to say out loud. But... Yeah, I would love to change my number, but I can't because there's too many important people have my number and they need my number. And I don't want to go to the bar saying, here's my new number. Because I fucking hate getting that text. Here's my new number. Who changes number these days except for me? Clearly going to have to. But there's too many people have my number. And they contact you and ring you late at night and, you know, want something from you. It's always after gigs, you put up a good video or something, then you get the messages, all that, can you do this, can you do that, do you want to meet for a chat, when can we meet again, when can we do this, when can we do that, and you're just like, want, 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 want. I don't have the bandwidth for you. I had to text that to a person yesterday, a venue. I don't have the bandwidth this week. And I actually said the word bandwidth, that's why it was in my head. I don't have the bandwidth for you this week. Give me a few weeks. 
and I'll get a chat to you. Because time is another thing. If I want to recenter, I have to prioritize time to recenter and time for myself. Self care. Life auditing, as I call my Mondays are normally life auditing. It wasn't yesterday because it was a bank holiday in the south. So it was a recovery day. Yesterday was a recovery day in Downings, Donegal. Shout out to Downings. What a spot. Sunday night, mantle. Too much vodka. But yes, prioritizing time to yourself to recover, to recuperate. Do whatever you need to do. People do ice baths. People do walks. People do CrossFit. People weightlift. People go to sauna, steam room, fucking sunbeds. I don't know what people do. But you prioritize your time to yourself, to do stuff for you and not for other people. And under no time constraints. Do you ever feel, geez, I'm doing some rambling here. Do you ever feel sometimes that you're under a time constraint? And. You're under pressure. Oh, Tony the Tiger's back, boy. Uh, it could be back. So, he's ringing me here, me, me live on a podcast. He's ringing me. I won't answer that. Um, time constraints, when you're still, you know, you need to be somewhere at a certain time. And, you know, you're always fatigued because I have to be there and like, I don't be late. So when you're under that time constraint, you need to be there, and it's putting that pressure on you. Like I know today, I have to be in, I have to be in Belfast for half four, so I'm looking at now it's half one. I'm in Oma, so yeah, you're under this time, they're under this tight constraint of time, and that puts a wee bit of pressure on your day because you have to plan the day around that task. So sometimes when I recenter myself. I don't set any constraints on time because I need to have, as Tony calls it, the flow when I can do stuff. Just have to be able to do it. You know, just be able to do what you want when you want. You need that flexibility to recenter yourself. Get yourself back in the routine where you're in charge of your time, not the person that set the, the 4.30 meeting. You dictate your time, and that recenters yourself. Brings you back to zero. Anybody, any DJs out here listening to this knows about bringing, bringing the dials back to zero. Everything's balanced. The outputs are balanced. Balance is a good word. This man's way to coffee shop, guys, to get Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi in Mexico is no good. If a new Mexican, I would say it. I don't even know. Latin or Spanish. Um, but yeah, that was another thing I do. I, I try to not... Oh, here he is, guys. He's back. He's back with one, two, three. He's away again. No, he's away again. He was back and he was out. Uh, oh, here he is. Mr. Tony McAlevey back on. No camera there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Man, what the fuck? I'm, st- I'm, in, the, I'm in the fucking middle of. I'm here on the fucking side of the motorway. I need to take a picture of this. This is class. I might, I might say burrito. <laughs> you probably not even see it. I'm fucking having the podcast. 
He's looking at him. Look at him. Hey. He's a hot. He's a helmet and all on him. <laughs> I got a burrito in this place yesterday. It was close. That's that's like a World War Two Wi-Fi. That's like a World War Two helmet. Hey? No, fucking still so. They're not even open. I'm just fucking sitting outside it on the side of the road and boys walking by and all the luck. That's class. I'm here with a mic. I look like I'm singing karaoke because my mic's so big and silver. So, pretty much, doesn't know how to drive off. The uh, you're cutting out a wee bit there. You might have to turn your camera off. Did you tell them there? I told them. I told your wife. I can't. Uh, I'll turn my camera. Um. Yeah, I so, so I, I was just pretty much. I was pretty much just going. I went. I went over everything. I can hear you now. Um, but so I I was kind of closing up routine. If you were to give your five tips to get back after a bad week, like your five non-negotiables, what do you do to get back after a bad week? No, it could be away again, guys. No, I'm 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 here. Well. There's a wee bit of a delay, maybe. Um, so like your your non-negotiables to get back after a bad week. That's the part I was on now. I'm trying to get fucking better. Fucking. Hopefully, that is that any better? No. Uh, it's a wee bit better. Huh? yeah, yeah. Fucking side of the road, lad. I don't know if I'm gonna get in here. I'm trying to get a wee bit closer to the fucking router. The joys, the joys of 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 uh, foreign travel. I can move here. I can move cafe if you want, but it'll no, be no, you're months. you're good. You're good there now. You were good wherever you were standing I'm there a trying, second ago. I'm trying. I'm on the fucking pavement here, standing outside a brio place. The same fucking opening. Everybody's walking by me for the AM shift, <laughs> so they're going. Sweet. So we'll wrap. Making the best of odd. We'll wrap her up in the next five minutes anyway. Non-negotiables. Right. For, for getting back from a bad week. I think number one is the routine behaviors. It's waking up at a decent time, making sure you're training, making sure you're eating right. You're not falling victim to your emotions. Joe, would you agree? Yeah, 100%. 100%. You have to... Accountability. It's like accountability is a thing like fucking... I, I kind of start... I'm starting to hate that word, but... If, you, if you're not going to be accountable for them, how's, how's, you know, how's that going to change? How do you, yeah, exactly. How do you, how do you, I really love this. Uh, how can you expect to be a man or a woman of like dominance, not dominance, what's the better word? Of, yeah, how do you expect to be a man or woman of stature if whenever you feel off, you just go with how your emotions is? Like, you have to balance it logically. Like, you have to stand for something. Like, I always want to lead from the front. I always think, like, it, when it called for bit, but like if my dad passed away, I want to be the man of the house. I want to be the person you, you can lean on if you need something, whether that's finances, whether that's emotional support, whatever that is. And me complaining, being in a funk and not doing anything about it, just expecting time to pass, expecting my mental health to improve. Yeah. That's the thing. I think with mental health in particular, people just expect it to improve. You need to work on something to improve. How do you get abs? You work on them to improve. How do you work on your mental state? You work on it. Yeah. Nobody likes a quitter, like. Like, I just feel like a lot of the time you can, oh, it's just a bad day. It's it's, you know, it's not a bad life, and 
or what it'll be fine over time. But I just feel like there's more you can do. Like if you're looking after your headspace, you're reading books, you're not in your phone constantly. Whereas, like, whatever you like, if I tell you how to feel like a bag of shit, eat bad, don't train, eat garbage all the time, don't read anything, don't socialize as much, uh, spend all your time in your phone, spend all your time inside, not out in nature. And then you look at what people are doing, and like that is how I end up in funks. Yeah, well, hundred percent. It's, it's. I, I think it, if you're in a funk, the only person that can really help yourself is yourself. And I said that when you were gone. It's like, you know, you, and you can do certain things to put yourself in the funk that you don't even know you're doing. We talk about it all the time your circle, whatever, bad relationships, drama, bad, you know, working life, bad routines, bad eating, bad sleeping, but. It all boils down to, you know, you have to want to take yourself out of the funk. You want have to want to change. It's like, you as you said, abs. If you want abs, you have to work for abs. No, you can't just fucking go, I want abs, I'm going to get abs. No, no, no. You have to work for abs. If you want, like, if you want Tony's lifestyle that he's worked hard for, you have to work for that. You can't just look at him on Instagram and go, fuck, well, I want that. But you are you willing to put in the fucking time and effort? You know, everybody... Like I would get DJs and all want to play the same gigs I play, and they want to, in in a word, to steal my crown. But are you willing to put in the work? Probably not. And some of them would actually say no fucking chance. But then don't no, don't ex- don't expect the same results or don't expect the same payday or don't expect the same lifestyle if you're not willing to put in the fucking like the hard yards. Like every like all young boys think they should be playing for their county, but are you willing to sacrifice everything like them boys do? You know, it's, it's, you know, it's wanting and getting two very different things. And normally the difference is effort and how you're applying yourself. I That's what I believe, anyway. Yeah, well, I do believe that, too. The girl pretty much came out there and told me to fuck off because they're not even open because I'm six hours behind you, so... No, boss. Uh, we will get her wrapped up here, sure. Cause we've, we've... Oh, you're all right. Fuck, man. You're all right. She can be, what's she going to do? She can't move, man. She's yeah, she... the way. Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I'm in here every day. Anyway, but uh, realistically, I agree as well. Like, I think uh, it's one of the things where it frustrates me because I've I've been that sort of individual that over time just expected things to move, expected things to go in the right direction without actually because because you don't you don't realize that it takes that it, it it does it takes that like thought process of like right well. I am without realizing it. Like the problem is, you don't realize you're falling in the victim mentality. Like I've done it so many times, and whenever you're having a bad wake, a bad thing, you need to just reset. And some days you won't. You like you can work on it all you want, and you'll still feel like shit. So it's just one of the things where you have to turn around and go, "What am I going to do to move the needle here in the right direction?" And it yeah. can be something as simple as, as I was saying, eating right, training right, sleeping right, reading a book, getting off your phone, making a list of things that are probably being kind of productive. Like one thing that really helped helped me when I was feeling off was. Every Sunday, I made sure to get out in nature for a couple of hours for a walk and went to Silent Valley, went to Gilbrony, brought family with me. Pre-planning things that I'm like, should naturally just make me feel better, even though sometimes I don't. I'm just doing it regardless of how I felt on Sunday. Like, there's loads of times on the Sunday where I actually just want to lie in bed and fucking cry and just not fucking do anything. Yeah. Whereas, but- I, actually getting up and going out is going to make you feel better. Like, I remember... Uh, my mum brought me to fucking being in bargains or something. She's like, right, I need your help with something. And she just brought me because she was like, you're, she can tell us going down. And we had a, like, sounds ridiculous, but we had a laugh fucking about looking at the housewarming stuff. 
Uh, and then by the end of it, I was like, oh, I actually feel far better. But you and sometimes it's just actually being willing to do that and you actually go. It's yeah. like even if you don't fancy go, do you know, sometimes you don't fancy meeting a friend and then you go and you're like, oh, that was great. Or you don't fancy going to like a concert or yeah. social. Like, it's making sure that you do it regardless and then you, you almost thank yourself after. It's like people say about the gym sessions, the sessions you don't want to do are the ones you need. Yeah, the the what see the the gyms that you don't want to do, they're the ones that count for two. They're the ones that make the biggest difference in my honest opinion. Yeah, I think it's uh, like it can turn from a, if you're not careful, like it can turn very quickly from a bad day into a bad week into a bad month into a bad year. And that, well, you know, that's the that's that's yeah. yeah, that's that's where it gets dangerous. Once they you don't address it, you you kind of you know you you brush it under the under the carpet and you just go I'll worry about them I'll worry about them problems down the line like it's like when boys find themselves drinking or boys or girls find themselves drinking a wee bit too much and they're like oh it's just it's just a it's just a busy period and you're like mm, you're drinking four or five nights a week before you know it you're drinking four or five nights a week two three four five six seven eight nine ten weeks in a row that is that's an issue you don't even know you you have that issue at that stage that's why I felt like so shite after uni though, because you spent so long fucking drinking and you're you you're, uh, you're in a state of you're you're in a state of survival. Your body's dying the next day. You're trying to survive. What do you do? You drink more. Your your head starts to go. What do you do? You drink more. Even over the weeks, like if, if you're doing that every weekend, then you wonder why you feel a little bit off balance. It's because you're drinking every yeah every single week. day. Like it's one of the reasons. I, it's one of the reasons I really struggle to switch off and actually have drinks and stuff and wind down and spend time with because whenever you're in flow it's very very yeah. hard to go from like I feel like I run on 100% most of the time and then if I have a drink or I wind down too much I feel like I go down to 70 and then I can't even give my, my business myself my family a really good version of myself I end up giving this sub hard and I'm like that wasn't worth the, the trade off and for me especially with alcohol and drugs or even just in general that's sort of like not looking after yourself what I get back from it is very short term gratification of a, something like you know, a night out or whatever it is and then I get way way longer pain from the weight gun from the energy and the dips so it's it's almost like oh fuck me what, why would I do that like it, you know, it doesn't make sense so I really logically struggle with that trade off yeah I'd probably, be the, I'd probably be the same but not as um, well, be zoned in as you are you know I'm not as you, you can tell when you you know you you know your body that well and your energy systems that well that like if you have like a, a drink or two you're like well i'm definitely down here whereas i'm probably more used to masking that from just the different lifestyles from djing and stuff that you know sometimes you, you, you run on 70 percent. yeah well i i think most of the time i'm i'd be happy to be running on 70 and it's yeah. only after like i recuperate and get back up to 100 then you're like, fuck, remember this? Remember this feeling? Jesus, imagine I had this feeling all the time. Exactly. Like, my ones know so prep, like, when I was there after the show. Oh, wow. Like, you, you can see the energy drain. You can see you're not giving yourself. And then afterwards, you know, everybody's like, holy fuck. Because the thing is, too, like, you need to realize you get what you give. If you're not giving people your all, like, if you're showing up with poor energy, bad mindset, like, you're getting that back from people. People can feel that. Like, whenever I walk in somewhere now, like even whenever I walk into the restaurant there now, the, the burrito place, like the girl wasn't like fuck off. It's it's saying she was laughing. It's like him and smiley laughing with fucking helmet on, 
Like, I still have my, my for anybody that's listening, like, I still have my quad bike helmet on my sonny's and I'm standing outside a burrito place. Do you know where they put the menu where? on the the wooden pallet thing? Yeah. Like, read, like, that is where my laptop is. And she came out and I just goes there, I need the Wi Fi. And she just burst out, like, I was laughing, but she burst out laughing more. So I go, oh, I need uh, the Wi Fi. And she's like, who the fuck's this gerb? And then the energy's off. Whereas, if you walk in, you're smiling. The energy, it, 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 it comes back to you. And the problem is, you're not going to get unless you give. And I mean that in every area of your life, your family, your work. Your... So sometimes I find even if you're in a funk, the best way to get is to give. And then you naturally go back into flow. Yes. It's tough, that, though. Tough. Like, it, it's not easy. Uh, uh, it's not funk. easy. <laughs> That's where you have, to, you have to shift yourself from being emotional to logical. Like, what is regardless of what you feel like doing what should you do that's the difference and it's the same in every aspect because then it it fuels your time eventually it's like it could be a week it could be a month it could be half a year i've seen myself in that funk there for about four or five months yeah before that maybe three four weeks max whereas it just depends obviously externally joe you can turn around and say well this triggered it but like that triggers it but you decide if you stay in it it's like when people go oh like this happened me and this happened me I will, it's still your responsibility to fix it. Even if it wasn't, I love that old Will Smith YouTube video. He's like, it doesn't matter if you're, if you, your heart got broke. It doesn't matter if your dad's an alcoholic. That's not on you, but it's your responsibility to fix what you can about your emotional baggage, your trauma, how you feel in it. It's still your responsibility. It's your happiness. It's your choice. You have to decide now. Whereas a lot of people love the idea that it's not. It's like one of the main reasons that you still go to people for advice. The re- reason people want advice on restaurants, they want advice on their relationships from friends, family, is because they don't want to take responsibility for the choice. Yeah. As yeah. much as you want yeah. that, that's what I used to do. I used to be like, oh, like you pick, because you don't want the responsibility if it goes bad. You yeah, want well, somebody else yeah. to guide you. There's a lot, like, there's a kind of rolling joke about. Um, isn't it like boyfriends and girlfriends like what do you want to eat or oh, you decide and then you go oh we'll eat here and they're like, no I don't want there like, you, so you just decide yourself so there's that kind of there's that like meme about you know you oh, just you decide because people don't want to take responsibility in case it doesn't work out right whereas I'm the opposite like I'll make plans because I I'm not you know I believe and have the confidence to go well that's going to be good like. but there's a lot of people See, that have that have that mentality of like no just let somebody else organise it I, I'm a go, I'm a doer, not a fucking you know. People just want like stag do's and hen parties. There's the always organizers, but then there's the people that are the be- good crack on the hen. But you just tell them where to be and where you need them, and they'll See, be there. I, I read that, and then I think as well, there's something to be said for respect. If you pick a decision, you stick with. Like every time you're picking restaurants, nobody can decide. If you pick and you stick your neck out, you go there and it's shit. At least you fucking made a decision. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I can't respect it's like last night we were weighing up somewhere and it was like, Well we'll go here, we'll go there and I just goes, Fuck it, let's just go in here, fuck all this seeing about it and it turned out great. Sometimes it doesn't, but like she goes somewhere else and be shit anyway, assuming as well, just fucking save the time. And it's one of the things where same with like anything I respect the person and even if you're a male like listening, I feel like as a as a maybe it's a man, I feel like you should just be able to make decisions on the on the cuff stick with it. and if it doesn't go well you learn then and yeah, you move. Just, just back yourself and if it doesn't it's go well, hold your hands up, well that was shit. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and then you'll know that's... and then you'll know again. You'll go right. We don't need to go back here. Simple as that. It's the same in everything though. Like you just 
you make a decision in the worst case scenario is this, the best case is this, that's it. There's no big deal. Whereas a lot of it's overhyped. I feel like even the bad mood stuff, like that all that bad week, all that bad, anything that's going on with you, it's just making a decision to go right, I'm going to stick with it regardless and see how the fuck it goes, put my all in it and go. And that comes yeah. from fucking picking a restaurant where it's trying to suss out where you're at. And it's one of them things where so I'm getting moved off the stand because uh, just to clean up. Thank you. No, don't be sorry. You're fine. She, she, she's good looking. Oh, oh you're not. You're not. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just podcasting. So I'll be done in two seconds anyway. She good looking? Uh, Maggie, I don't know. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> uh, no more anymore. Anyway. But then the music's fucking loud, so I'll explain her after because I'm standing here on mic, so she's probably going, "Is this boy singing or what's the fucking crack?" <laughs> right. Well, 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 like, I kind of, like, and I want to, I want to frame that. Like, I could have been like, "Oh my god, I got, I got to be fucking half sex through this podcast." Yeah. I've checked and I'm stressed and this and that, but I just start laughing and came out here and I'm standing outside and I've started this day in an absolutely hilarious manner and I could be like. See him and a different individual could be very pissed at this. Oh, so well, cer- certain people wouldn't have left the house. They would have just went fuck it. It's happened. I just fucked my laptop in the bag. I was like, this is going to work. I'm going straight to the nearest place on the cloud. Bop, bop, bop. Tried to ring you in the way. I couldn't get you. I was like, please tell me he's still there. No, I was recording. And, uh, no, like I was, uh, you know, if you listen back to the podcast, you'll hear me talking about it. He's ringing me at the minute, but I'm in the middle of ranting and raving here. Listen to you <laughs> talk again. After listening you talk for an hour is like a nightmare. I know there's gonna be certain people going, What the fuck is this man at Well this is like a cartoon show. This is like driving around fucking. You know what? So we still didn't miss a week and that is more important to us. Exactly. Well it fucked me. If anybody wants to know about effort, talk about fucking effort. It's fucking quarter past seven or so in the morning here. I'm standing outside a burrito cafe at the time. Open the woman's tell me to fuck off. Someone actually said that to me in Downings on Sunday. Somebody listens to the podcast. Says, how long is that going now? I says, like it's 180 weeks, and they're like, and I goes, we never missed a week, and they're like, that's fucking mental. I go, that started at the start of lockdown, and they were just yeah. like, and they were like, that's mental. No, it is fucking nuts. 180, 180 weeks doing anything. Well, that's fucking loads. Where it'll not be a million miles for it's four years, and it's one of the things where it's just we appreciate everybody who listens, likes, shares. It means the world, and there's a lot of people who wrote to me, and I think they're probably afraid to share the breakup one because of the way it is. Yeah, please be. That's probably one of the ones that are probably going to help the most people. And we're saving that. We're not trying to get more. Like, fuck me. Last thing I need is more followers. I'm at fucking near a quarter mil. We're trying to make an impact. That's the main thing. So you can actually realize that you make a massive part of that journey because when you share that, you may not think oh, anybody anybody listens or anybody's going to even listen to that, but you could share it. And then somebody can come up to me in the gym three months later and go, look, that episode changed my life. And you you helped capitalize that. That's really important. So we do really appreciate anybody who talks about it, shares it, writes us a message, but the shares is the main thing that's going to get it out. Yeah, guys. 100%. I couldn't on agree more. Note. On that note, au revoir. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, I'm only enjoy around. enjoy your week and hope I'll be I'll just go straight out to a cafe, but there's fucking nowhere open at this time. <laughs> right, no bar, guys. Chatties later. Bye bye.